0: Welcome to the Media Nerds podcast. I'm Dan Vettabonker.
1: And I'm Kenton Larson.
0: And we are going to talk about the streaming service landscape. It's been a while since we've, uh, well, I guess we're, we're kind of crawling out from the rock under which we've been living, the Book of Boba Fett, for the past few months. Uh, but there are other streaming services out there besides Disney Plus. Kenton, did you know this?
1: I've never heard of such a thing. What, <laughs> what are these strange
0: things of which you speak? <laughs> Uh, did you know, uh, do you know how to stream the book of
1: Boba Fett on Disney plus? Do you know, I have an article here that can show you. Uh, I, I need an article that gives it to me in six bullet points because I need it to be spelled out very clearly how I can watch the book of Boba Fett at home. Right. And, and how are you supposed to watch a book? How am I supposed <laughs> to do that? Am I just supposed to open it on the first page and look at it from far away?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, what that's right. Do. That's right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, uh, <laughs> We're having fun here last week on Star Wars Nerds. We had a blast just roasting the, the clickbait, we had so much fun. I think that's just oh. going to become a regular segment now. It's something weird is happening on this article that I'm trying to see. This is the invasive advertising we have here. I'm on people.com and yeah, I can't oh, get rid of terrible. this. This is so I'm going to move your head down here, Ken. Sorry about that.
1: I'm the uh, advertising teacher and I cannot stand what, uh, and I guess it's not the advertiser's fault, I guess they're merely participants. And a terrible process by which People Magazine sells ads and um, then completely destroys the purpose of its website by making sure. it impossible to navigate. I, I something ha- I don't know what happened there. I'm just going to search that one again. Poor Melinda Gates, by the way. You know she only got a ten billion dollar divorce settlement. I feel so bad for her. I feel bad. It must have been so hard to back up the dump truck to get that money thrown in it. By the way, that was the top article that we. <laughs> See, look at this.
0: And then it pops up again. I can't get rid of this header. I cannot get rid of this Lululemon no. header. We're going to leave it. It's whatever. Let's get into the nerd news. Nerd news.
1: This reminds me I need stretch pants. <laughs> <The> Lululemon. Adam, <laughs> go ahead. Forget it.
0: This weekend, the Batman comes to theaters, Kenton. Are you excited for the Batman?
1: I'm mostly excited for the word thus, since that's the only thing that appears to be new.
0: <laughs> How about well, I think I think the only thus? thing left for them to do is just have a movie called Batman. That's it. Nothing else. Just the word Batman. And that's the last one they'll make ever, hopefully. Because there's a lot of them now.
1: <laughs> well, right I was... Yeah, and they all appear to cover the same ground. We've covered we've covered the same ground. We have, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we've covered it a lot because it the movies cover it a lot. And the Joker, we made the joke with the Joker that we hope we don't see Batman's mother, mother's pearls fall in slow motion. That's the oldest joke ever now. Yeah. Um, and it and it showed us that anyway. It showed us the thing that we are making fun of. Um, and so as long as they keep showing us the old joke, we have to keep making the old joke, which is irritating. Um, I just have a bad feeling about this movie. Um, uh, all of the advanced praise actually makes me feel worse about it because uh, that's what happens with every movie now. is It's like heavy advanced praise followed by what a piece of junk this is. And I have to say, even Spider-Man, um, which everybody seems to love. I still have not seen it. It's been spoiled a million times. So mm-hmm. I know what happened. That's too bad. Um but, but even that, what I find very odd is it was everybody's favorite movie, and then the oxygen completely went out of it after about two weeks. Yes, that's true. And when true. you think about the days of Star Wars, it was in the theater for two years or Jaws, and it's like people would get around to seeing it two years later. That Those yeah. days are over. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. Tight, the runtime for tight, movies-
0: yeah, runtime for for movies and theaters is a couple weeks, and that's it. That's the it's yeah. it, even even as as short as I, I would say a few five years ago, it was at least two or three months you could count on a, yeah. a movie to be in the theater. But now there's nowhere near that amount. Um, and yeah, we are. I do We ha- we should have a conversation about theaters again. I'm actually going to go see this this weekend, Kent. I'm planning to go see the oh. Batman <gasps> in the theater in the theater. Uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, going to buy the popcorn. I'm going to buy the popcorn and the pepsi uh no i'm uh but but yeah i'm i'm not i don't know i'm just it's kind of a test for me because i haven't actually watched any trailers on this this is one of those movies that i'm i'm not i like batman i like the the ones with uh uh, what's his name were good christian bale were good uh everyone says that right but um but it's yeah we've had so many of these at this point I'm just kind of, I'm just looking for that big theater experience that you get with these movies when they come out first weekend. I really love that. So that's what I'm going for. So I'll let you know how it is. Uh, But this story we're talking about is about AMC in the US. AMC is a theater chain, not the TV channel that we get here, but a theater chain. I don't think they're related. Um, Are they related? Is it the same company? Unknown to me, but I don't. I don't believe so. I something just a coincidence. I know that just that a coincidence. Case, and, and are the, are the either of them related to the car, the AMC car manufacturer?
1: Okay. Well, uh, I have another question for you. Is all my children in any way related to this? far? Right. How stuff? many other things can we tie into AMC? <laughs> I don't know.
0: No. Uh, the, the the story here is the Batman will cost a dollar fifty more at Los Angeles AMC than other movies playing at the same theater at the same time. They are they are adding a premier charge for this movie because it's the first weekend, because they know lots of people are going to want to watch it. They're, they're upping the price. So it's like supply and demand, the demand goes up. The, 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 how's it working again, Kenton? You taught me this and I
1: can't remember. Um, supply goes up, demand goes down and uh, demand goes uh, up. Supply the supply goes dropped. down and the price.
0: Yeah. But if, if supply goes yeah. down, the price will go up. Right. So this is just that they're, they're raising the price because they know the demand is there.
1: Right. And uh, well, sure, and but I, I got a better idea if they want to do this, and that's put a parking meter at the front of the theater or a, or a taxi meter. and then if you leave early, you only pay for the portion of the movie that you've seen. So it, it ticks it starts ticking at the beginning of the film. Oh, that's and so funny, that's, that's
0: hilarious. They could yeah, do it with your phone. It. They could do it with your phone. You yeah, just time it, it, right? Yeah. You just time, time it, it and have it for- have it tell it when you leave the theater, and it would say, "Okay, you only you only pay for thirty minutes because that's when you walked out of the Batman."
1: <laughs> what what what? The thing that made me think about that was I used to work at the town cinema as an usher here in Winnipeg, and it was a regular thing that somebody would leave a theater and say that movie is a piece of shit, and I want my money back. And then you'd go, "Well, guess what? We have a no money back policy." <laughs> You have a choice. I can give you these gift certificates so you can come back or this movie just started in the theater next door, you can go see that. And 99% of the time they go theater next door. And they go they go in and they would not come out. They were happy. they wanted immediate gratification. Yeah. And that seemed to solve the problem for most of them. But uh but the idea that you have to pay the, the same amount for a movie that uh you don't enjoy as when you do enjoy is it, It's kind of funny. It's funny.
0: Well, it's it's just like any other type of media, right? You don't know if it's going to be good. You take a risk. Every time you watch something or read something or just listen or consume media in any way. So, I mean, there's a lot of hype about this movie. I, even though I've, I haven't been paying attention to I've been watching the trailers, I can still feel the hype. There's a Batman pizza. <laughs> Did you see this for Little Caesars? Oh my God, this is just the worst. It does not look like, it only looks like Batman from a certain angle, a bat symbol. If you look at it the wrong way, it looks like an apple with bites taken out of it. I'm like, what is that? But uh, that's their promotion. I'm trying to remember, what was the promotion for the uh, Tim Burton Batman? There was something in McDonald's. I can't remember what it was, a cheeseburger meal or something. Double cheeseburger meal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty unfortunate that we're and, and by the way, we have um, Michael Keaton, who's going to be Batman again, I guess, in the next Flash movie. And we've sort of reached a Batman saturation point <laughs> yeah. that where I, there's a lot of Batman running around or who have been running around. And uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I. it's good if it's a good movie. Good. Um, I just get the feeling from this that and and as i say the advanced hype is positive so good good for this batman movie but i'm not a fan of the main actor robert pattinson Pattinson. Pattinson? yeah pattinson or Pattison? i was pattinson 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 Pattinson
0: is the name of the media company That's right, why we right. mix it up. We have a media company in Canada called Patterson Outdoor. They own yeah. all the billboards and a lot of radio stations as well. But it's Pattison Son with an N. And I I mean, I haven't seen him in a so ton. I've not seen, I've never seen Twilight. I've never seen those movies. No, so I don't know uh, anything about that. But apparently he doesn't like that he did that. He regrets
1: doing those films. Fine. He's not, he, he's not a guy who drips with charisma. No, but it's he'll, true. He'll, he'll show up and he'll do a good job in the role, but it doesn't make me want to rush to the theater to see his take on it. Whereas Mm -hmm. a guy like Michael Keaton, I remember it was like, what, you mean this funny comedian guy is going to somehow be a serious Batman? And like, how's this going to work? Like there was that sort of interest in that sort of unfolding. And I just don't, I don't have that same level of interest um, because this actor is like a lot of actors these days are kind of, They'll show up, they'll do the job, but like, do you really love them as actors? Do you want to see everything they do? And there, there really aren't that many anymore. Or, the, these, that's the case.
0: Yeah. The marketing strategy behind something like this is to get those Twilight fans and those people who do love Robert Pattinson to come come see a Like people who would not normally go see a Batman movie to go see a Batman movie. Because you yeah. know you're going to get the Batman fans, right? Anybody who loves Batman will go see it. So they're trying to, by casting him, they're trying to get another audience in there right and he probably loves batman too so i'm sure he's excited about playing the role and good on him like hey if you get the chance to play batman why wouldn't you take it right yeah yeah <clears throat> so i don't blame him necessarily I, and again i'll let you know i'll go see it and i'll let you know how it is uh next week when we talk about star wars
1: well i can't wait to hear about it uh oh i pray that batman's mother is not in it uh i pray <laughs> i, pray, I pr- should please. have a- Give us a break from that.
0: Please. Should I bring a? I should make a bingo card, Batman bingo card for like pearls oh. falling. Uh, what else would there be in there? Uh, black
1: turtleneck. A black turtleneck say, is yeah, important.
0: He has to say I'm Batman at some point. I'm Batman. <laughs> in that I'm voice. The Batman. I'm the Batman. He has to say the
1: Batman. I'm the Batman. That's the. Oh. I'm I'm the gets hit in the mouth. Doesn't get to Batman.
0: It reminds the Batman. Reminds me of the Bartman. Remember the Bartman? <laughs> yes,
1: of course. Do the Bartman. That was. That was the, that was the most uh, interesting Batman rebrand we had. Right. Yeah.
0: So I'm just, oh. I'm just trying to find my other, I had another show of thing. I wanted to talk to you about here. Okay. Yeah. Another story I want to talk about in the new, nerd news, Amazon, Amazon Luna cloud gaming service. Now available to everyone in mainland us with unique offer for Amazon prime members. This unique. is a new service. Unique. Don't you love it, Kenton? You love yeah. the use of the unique. In the I like headline.
1: anything that's unique. So sign me up, whatever this is, <laughs> sign me up.
0: <laughs> obviously just available in the u.s for now but i'm sure it'll come here eventually if it's a success it's a streaming gaming it's a streaming gaming service so i guess google did this too right they had their i don't remember what it was called stadia stadia was their service they did i didn't try it didn't play it um but there's a few other versions that i think apple has a gaming service so this is kind of a new aspect of gaming that's that's increasing in popularity
1: yeah uh and it says um um, sorry, the uh, for Amazon Prime members, but does it say um, for Amazon Prime Canada? Is it- no, this is not for Canada yet. It's just for Prime members okay. did in you the U.S. Say that already, sorry, I did say I'm this thinking- already. Yes. Okay. The That's whole okay. time I was thinking, like, can I use this? You cannot. So I didn't, but, I didn't hear you because I was asking myself the internal question.
0: Yeah. So, and the way this, work, and the, the, my issue is always going to be with the controller because I cannot, You can, like, it says on here that you'll use, like, use it with your, um, I guess, whatever you use Prime on. So it'll work with your Apple TV or your Roku device or whatever it is you use Prime on. It's going to be a separate app, I think. And you download it, you can play games using your phone as your controller I guarantee they're going to have to sell a, a controller that pairs or something. There probably exists yeah. like Bluetooth controllers that can pair because this sucks. Your phone sucks as a controller when you're playing on a TV because you can't look at your phone. You have to look at the TV, right? You can't like not you can't feel anything on your phone when you have to look at the TV. That's, that's why that sucks, that part of it. But I kind of like the yeah. idea of kind of subscribing to a streaming gaming channel and being able to just play these games when I want and then unsubscribing when I want to do it, just like any other streaming service.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't, you know, even typing on my phone when I'm searching for something on a streaming app is not easy to do or fun.
0: Especially if you have the voice control, you're used to that. I've never
1: got used to the voice control. Oh, no? Okay. No, I mean, I tried. When I got my new remote controls with my my high-speed internet, I was, like, super excited about it. And then I just stopped doing it. I I don't know why. I just didn't. I I don't enjoy talking to a – talking into a (laughs) – a device unless unless that happens to be a karaoke mic that's like the one exception <laughs> to the rule but i it just i don't know it's weird uh and and gaming on the apple tv or anything like that it's just not never it's not even something that crosses my mind.
0: Yeah, I think there's well I think this is they're trying to break into this. This yeah. is the thing they're right. trying to compete. It's a lower price option then it's for people who aren't as serious and they don't want to buy an Xbox or buy a PlayStation right. 5. They want to play like they still want to play video games but they're not like super gamers, right? So this is kind of a good yeah. option I think for those people. And it has some examples here. Prime Gaming channel, uh rotating selection of games for free on Luna through a dedicated channel. For the month of March, Prime members can play Devil May Cry 5, Observer, System Redox, Fogs, Flashback, and from whatever this is, from the date, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Well, that's a new game. Immortals Phoenix Rising is a new game. So it looks like a little preview week there from March 8th to 14th. So it's cool. You can kind of play this game, try it out if you want to buy it. You can buy it probably. And then uh, these other ones are all kind of older games, though, I think. Devil May Cry, I know, is an older series.
1: Will I understand Devil May Cry 5 if I haven't played the first four?
0: I don't know, man. I think you have to play through all four of them before you play this one. Otherwise, you're not going to get it. No, that one, <laughs> that one is a slasher game. Devil May Cry is just hack and slash mash buttons and feel very satisfied in killing all the monsters. That's exactly what that game is. So it, they're all the same. I, I can't tell you Why that did much.
1: they call it Devil May Care, by the way?
0: no, I don't know. Devil May Cry. I don't know where that comes from. There's some reason yeah. for it, I'm sure. It
1: probably uh, th- should be called Devil May Care. Yes. That's probably... <laughs>
0: Because, oh, forget it. (laughs) Keep it going, keep it going, come
1: on. No, we've explored it.
0: The Retro Channel features beloved classic games from publishers like Capcom and SNK, so subscribers can relive relive, (laughs) fan favorites (laughs) like Street Fighter II, Hyper Fighting, Metal Slug 3, Castlevania Anniversary Collection and more for four ninety nine a month. This I'm super interested in because these are all the titles from your Nintendo from when you were a kid, Super Nintendo, whatever. And again, it's on your on your TV, so I would need a a controller similar to the Nintendo controller to play these. But I've been looking for somewhere to play Castlevania for sure because that's not available. uh, Nintendo has a service, Nintendo. I do this the subscription service for the Nintendo retro games, and they've got a lot of great games on there, all the Mario games and stuff. But there's no Castlevania yet, so. Yeah, this is an interesting um, development in this in this field, because there's this this, now this demand for all these old games that were popular when we were kids. Now that now that we're all old, we want to play them again and feel like we're kids.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, And then the kids want to play them, too. Jack actually was just telling me that he has he still has his 3DS, which he loves. And it's like seven or eight years old now, this little handheld um, thing. And he's downloading all these old retro games, like um, oh, what's Earthbound? Was the big one? Earthbound. He downloaded now, which is a Super Nintendo game, and he's just kind of collecting all these old retro games on his his 3DS and playing when he wants. So he he really likes using it that way.
1: Oh, very cool! And and it's funny that you mentioned Jack because the third one on the list, <laughs> Jackbox Games Channel. Jackbox, have you played Jackbox games? No, I I don't know what any of this is. Okay, Dan. This, okay. this all look this all to me looks like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what any of this is. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm talking to you about it then. Uh, No, this is... The reason I
0: ask is Jackbox is actually... There's forms of Jackbox outside of... of Console gaming, like it's a, it's a, it's a game you play through your phone. It's one of those games where everybody logs on through their phone and can do something, they can draw, or they can do something. So you don't need controllers to play. That this is, I think, a good fit for this platform because uh, I've got a couple of these game packs, and there's a lot of fun, fun little games. There's some word games, trivia games, lots of drawing, and kind of pictionary-style games as well. So, and they're all like they can play up to eight people. You can have people watch and interact. This is a fun thing to do online. I'm sure there will be streaming aspects i'm pretty sure amazon also owns twitch right oh yeah down here look live broadcasting to twitch right there uh so that's also part of it so you can actually play this online with people so this is going to be i think the strongest part of this feature for um amazon luna
1: well that's cool I, as i say it's probably not for me but uh i'd be curious to see how it works
0: yeah i will try whenever it comes to canada i'll, I'll uh, let you know and i'll try it i'll try the free yeah. trial anyway but it says here uh the retro- <coughs> april 1st so $9.99, $9.99 a month for the base subscription. The family channel will cost. What's the family channel? I missed that part. Uh, $5.99 per month. And then the retro channel is $4.99 and the Ubisoft channel for $17.99. So that and that's something that's interesting as well. That's something I saw on the Xbox. Is now there's like um, there's like an EA Sports app where i can just download games from ea and that's it or this is ubisoft we can just download ubisoft games so like it's a game developers a direct connection to the players so there's almost no distributor again i guess amazon is a distributor in this case right
1: yeah i think so i as it is though like every time like it's getting ridiculous on amazon when you click on something you want to watch and it says how do i watch this have you seen mm. that and then you click on that and then you realize oh you can't unless you do an add-on i think amazon runs the risk of um, of uh, turning off subscribers by doing that, to tell you the truth. By like, now that you subscribe to this, you think you're gonna get everything, but you don't. Yeah. Now you gotta subscribe to something else. I think that's a problem. I think that going forward, that is gonna be a problem for Amazon.
0: That's Well, that's a great segue into our main topic, which is going to be talking about these streaming services, because I have. I'll start with Prime, then, since we're talking about it. So this is, and I'm not signed in here, um, again, because I was just telling you about this new computer, and I have to resign into everything. So I'm not oh. signed in, but we can see everything that's available here on Prime. And this is the direction that, that Prime Video has gone with, with these add-ons. They have all these little add-ons they can do. So you have your base subscription to Prime, which is what, like $12.99? Or no, it's I guess it's your Amazon Prime
1: subscription, right? It's what you use for your delivery. How much does that cost now? I don't even, uh, it's not that much actually, but I i, I don't order much from Amazon anymore. No. I used to order way more. Ironically, before I had Amazon Prime, I ordered way more. And um, I just don't, um, there isn't that much I want to buy. Like I got a backlog of books. I got mm-hmm. a backlog of music. I got a backlog of everything. <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm struggling just to consume the media that I've got, let alone um, order more. So at this point- Oh, $7.99. Yeah, $7.99 a month.
0: That's pretty oh, good. That's so the, ba- the base yeah. is $7.99 a month. Um, and then you can add these on. And these cost anywhere between, I would say, 4 dollars Some of them are $5.99, $6.99. And they can – it's just another – you just add on to it, right? And so I have used a few of these. Have you done any of these
1: add-ons on Prime? Um, Let me see. Um,
0: did well, should I, I go through any...
1: them? Um, no. You know what? No, but I did do one on Apple TV. Okay. And it's the I same kind of it, thing I on Apple read, TV. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember. It was Brickbox. That's it. Ah, Brickbox, yes. And I think you can actually get it through Prime too. Can you not? Or I you can, right? yeah. And that's, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, this is yeah, now the, yeah. the
0: model that the, these platforms are following. Right. So you have the overall streaming service of Amazon Prime. Yeah. Apple TV Plus is the same thing on their end. They're doing the same thing. So they have all these little offshoots. And you can also rent. I believe you can just rent movies. Like, straight up, just rent new movies on this stuff as well, right? Through this yeah. whole thing. So, like, whatever the new movie that was just released on demand for – 30 like if it's that kind of movie where they do that where they up the price you can still get it through this as well so um yeah that's i mean it's an interesting model it's it's kind of a one-stop shop for a lot of places i think the idea is to have people just come to this one channel not go to netflix or anything else just stay on the prime uh channel but i really only come here when the content brings me here it's not something i check on a regular basis
1: yeah uh once again, I think it's a pro. I think it is a problem to get people to sign up for a subscription and then say, "Well, not this." And they go, "You don't have this, and you don't have that, and you don't have this, and you don't have that." The only reason I added a BritBox on is because you get—I think it was a thirty-day free for thirty days—and I could watch sixty-three up. I could watch. Um, uh, oh God, there's a, a detective series that I heard was amazing, and I watched it. and It was really good oh I just can't think of the name of it right now Mm -hmm. and there was a classic British TV series called Our Friends in the North which I kept reading about and I could finally watch it and it was good it was a good and it was in fact um James Bond appears in it uh back in the day uh the guy who's James Bond why can't I think of Daniel Craig Daniel Craig he is in the series and it's one of his first jobs I think as an oh young Daniel Craig cool oh nice so I made the most of that three thirty days and then I pulled the plug and, um, and Hey, if another up series movie comes out, I'll do the same thing again. And this time may, uh, I guess I'll have to pay for it because I got my free trial, but uh, I just don't see, like to me, this is going down the path of what the cable companies have always done. To. Yes, exactly right. They're copying the cable companies. This is just more
0: channels. That's all this more is. Channel. Now, and it's it's a la carte. It's paying by the channel, just like the. Uh, I'm sure they'll develop some some packages soon for discounts. Right? We'll put we'll put BritBox and a Hey You and uh, Super Channel together in a bundle so you can save money. They're going to start doing that too.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's. um. You see it coming, and uh, the only way that this will not take hold is if people refuse to actually do the add ons. We'll see if you you don't do them. Like, they what the thing that all of these streaming companies live in fear of is everybody just canceling the streaming company, right? And that's why the pressure's on them to keep producing content more and more content that people want to see and then charging premiums for it. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to see. That'll be the next, uh, the next front on this war, and I and and uh. I still pay the cable company, I still pay the piper at the cable company and it's it's getting frustrating. But when there's something when, when there's something big in the news like there is now, I'm happy to have all those news channels and things like that that are hard to sort of come by on streaming services. But, um, you know, I, it's something uh, as a guy who is thinking dreaming retirement dreams, Uh, One of the things that you want to dream about is what kind of media do I want to consume and how much am I going to pay for this once my income that I'm used to starts not being as great as it once was. Mm -hmm. So it's a question. Yeah. It's definitely a uh, a question that everybody has to answer for themselves, but um, Hey, but yeah, we live in an era where we can just stream practically anything. And I just, if I had this when I was a kid, it would have, you know, I would have just been blown away by it. No. I guess the question is
0: how much of this uh, is working? How many people are sticking with? Now there is the uh, the old oh I forgot to unsubscribe model, which is absolutely um, happening with this. And and yes. so I will sign up for something. a Shutter is one of them I've used. I've used my free trial for Shutter because it's all horror movies. I love yeah. horror movies, and I watch a lot during the Halloween season. So I definitely did that, and that's good. I mean, it, it's it's it was five ninety nine. I think so. I've used it. No, I used my free trial two years ago, mm-hmm. and now I mean I've um this past one I actually rented the paid for Shutter, but. Again, just pay for it for a month, five ninety nine, and then you watch horror movies for that month. That's pretty good. Yeah. Five ninety nine for a month of horror movies. That's not bad. So, I wonder how many people are doing that, just paying for it a la carte one month at a time. As long as you remember to cancel, that's the only issue. So, and I find it pretty easy to do so. It's not like they deliberately make it confusing. I can cancel it, but it's not <laughs> just I always forget, right? And then it rolls around. Yeah. So maybe I have to try doing it on uh, the first of the month or something. I should get all my stuff lined up so it all does it at the first of the month. So remember.
1: I remember I I canceled, I put a notification in my calendar to cancel BritBots a couple days early. I was like, I'm not going to fool around with this. I am not going to, I'm not going to like find out that I went one hour overtime. Yeah, Yeah. $5.99. Right, right. And and hey, you're right. It's not that much money. But the problem is with all of these streaming services is not much money month to month to month becomes a lot of money. Yes, it just and, it's and, the same. Yes, and and it starts to add up. And when you actually do the math, it's like buying your Tim Hortons coffee every day and you're like, I can't believe this is a $1.50. So you're like, I'll buy two of them a day and then by the end of the month you're like, $85? What? Like that's what they want. They they want you to think that you're not spending very much to get something, but then um not do the math over the course of a a year or whatever. So yeah. yeah. So it, uh, I can understand how this could be problematic. And Dan, what do you do with kids in the house who want to watch something and they're using the streaming service and then they decide that they're going to do the add on. Does that. Right. Happen?
0: Well, not for me uh, because I control the passwords. I learned that lesson oh. early <laughs> in this era of being a parent in this digital age, yeah. you have to control the passwords. One, I think it was like a 500 or a thousand dollar charge to my credit card after oh. one of my children, I'm not going to name the child. Um <laughs> Uh, downloaded uh it was you've heard a million times on the app right they're on now oh diamonds for my pet and then boom boom and then it's a 500 charge anyway um oh Lord. so yeah diamonds but that's true for
1: the digital pets that's what it's come to oh but my that's God.
0: that's what this is though this is exactly yeah. you're, you're exactly right my kids could like if they had my password just sign in add on things they could have like a hundred dollar cable bill or, or amazon prime bill uh, because they added all this stuff on, and all this all these subscriptions ended. So yeah, you definitely have to keep a handle on it. I'm trying to can't I, I can't sign in because I'm I can't remember reading my passwords. Um, and I'm trying to get to, I want to see what's on Prime. Have you watched anything on Prime other than Reacher? Is the only thing I've watched
1: recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Mrs. Maisel. Oh, it's uh, back. back. Okay, yeah. I love that. I just love that show. And um, last one, laughing, which you have up there now. I've been yes. watching yes and uh you know it's trash tv but yet i love it it's it's good it's fun. canadian trash tv yeah, and I, i'm pleasantly surprised yeah. by it. actually I
0: haven't watched. i'm not caught up so I've, I've only watched the first couple episodes but i was like what is this like the first half of it i'm like it's gonna be good you know and it's jay baruchel who can't help but drop an f-bomb every second word it's just i guess the yeah. way he talks it
1: almost <laughs> yes and it almost seems uh it all, uh, in the in the very first episode, he drops the f bomb a hundred times in a row, and it almost starts to seem forced. Like they're they're forcing him to do it so people more people will watch because they can't believe how many times he's saying the f bomb. <laughs>
0: Right, but it's just casual. It just kind of shows how yeah. meaningless the word is, right? Because he just yeah. like just drops it in all the time. So it's an interesting idea. It is like low-budget Canadian reality TV because they're only like shooting over the course of six hours. <laughs> so it's not like they're, actually, they're not actually making these people live with each other or anything like that. That would be too much. That would cost too much money to put these people up you know, and, I, and I feed
1: them for a month or two months. I was aware of this format already because I watched the Australian version of this on Amazon Prime another time and i can't remember there was one comedian on there who i knew and liked and then the rest were like i don't know who these people are and i watched it and really they weren't that funny <laughs> let's let's just and i even then uh, a couple of them was like let's see what their comedy's like and so amazon these are all comedians that amazon's had a deal with right so mm-hmm. you can find you can see their stand up stuff too and so i watched some of them and there was a couple who were legitimately good stand up comics but there's a lot of padding in the canadian one there are legitimate comics in there. And there's some padding. There's some padding. But I mean, having Dave Foley and Tom Green in there is an absolute delight. Oh, I was
0: so excited to see Dave yeah. Foley. You can't tell you how happy I was to see that guy.
1: Oh, and Caroline Ray is oh. legitimate. She's a legitimate talent, right? She's oh, yes. Not, she's a name. She is not like, She's huge. Famous. I can't believe she's on this show, to be honest. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of a big, big deal. So there are people on the show who are known, and it's good to see them. But I have to point out, Dave Foley is bringing the same energy he brought to the poker show when he was hosting it. (laughs) I used to love that that show. Oh man. Shuffle up and deal. Dave Foley on that show. And it always made me laugh. Would get to the point where he'd just be stifling yawns where he'd just be like, I just don't care anymore. Yawn. Like, Oh, uh, is that called the river? Yawn. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, just, just like I'm phoning it in here, man. I need a paycheck. And he's got that same energy on uh, a yeah. uh, oh, last one laughing, which is kind of yeah. like, eh, like, uh, all right, here I am. Is this the co- <laughs> is, it, is this the couch that I sit on? You know, but oh, it's Colin, funny. The Colin way he Mochery. does it is funny. Colin, yes. Colin mockery is on. It. Yes. Colin
0: mockery is amazing. I, he is the yes. funniest guy in the room. In my opinion, that oh guy, he's so hilarious.
1: He is hilarious. And he is also, and he is legitimately, and he's funny. Um, he's used to being funny in an environment where there's just stuff lying around. So this was sort of made for him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I think the, the, the main flaw of the show was in its premise, which is if you laugh twice, you have to leave the show, but, um, then that discourages people from being funny and having a good time. So you could end up with a show where everyone just sits around and glumly looks at one another. So There's got- a bit of that. There is yeah. a bit of that happening. That's right. So you got to be careful with this show. This show could very easily turn into to a, a nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what happens if everybody makes it to the end and nobody's left? What happens? Like, yeah. then what? Then how are you going to break this?
0: Well, I, I don't think that happens, obviously, right? They have to oh, find a way to do it. Um, I'm, I-
1: I'm caught up and I'm starting to wonder. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> okay. about who's on or who's off. But I'm starting to wonder if there aren't some people on the show who are who just can't, won't laugh like i i think there's more than one person on that show and uh and um it's not giving away anything some people are easier laughers than others and if uh, if you're not an easy laugher you can easily make it to the end of this right? yeah,
0: yeah. you just have to say
1: day?
0: it's six hours not even it's a, it's a not even a full day of work <laughs>
1: six (laughs) hours they couldn't
0: even make it eight hours they couldn't even make it eight hours of the break and they probably get breaks too they do get breaks by the way they do like
1: lunch they have lunch
0: lunch. they pause he whenever he comes in there they can break they can they can laugh or smile while he's in there talking to them scolding them for whatever but i i do like him i like his delivery and i'm i do i am having fun watching it so i will continue to watch it uh and yeah it's canadian It's, it's good canadian
1: content right kenton it seems to me that that's the whole basis for this show existing. Yes, is that Amazon has been taken to task, like all the streaming companies, by uh, the CRTC. The Canadian government wants to see more Canadian content, right? And this is, and this is, and that's a thing in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think this is Amazon going, okay, that this is what you said you wanted, so here it is the same trashy content we already produced for Australia and who knows where else. I mean, that's the only one that I noticed. There's probably mm-hmm. other ones on there too. Um, and here you go. Look, it's a bunch of Canadian talent. It's uh Canadian content on your Amazon prime service. So there you go. We're doing what you want us to do. Government <laughs> of Canada.
0: And I don't mind it to be honest. I'm okay. I like, I like promotion of yeah. Canadian content. I like the CanCon rules we have. Uh, well, some of them, but I, I think that, um, It's good to promote it, and I think I'm glad to see it. So I will absolutely watch it and support that kind of stuff. Now, I want to move on to some of the uh, quote-unquote – bar. I want to call them bargain basement – Platforms, these are the free options out there for streaming that we haven't really talked about. And I've been watching more in the last uh few months because I found some gems on here. I have to say, if you don't and and this is becoming a bigger issue in this era in which everybody owns media and they're not allowed to play it on other places, so you can't stream it in Canada, you can't stream it on Netflix. Like everybody's very, very proprietary about their about their about their movies and their TV shows. So, what about all the movies and TV shows that were released before this stuff started? Now, of course, Amazon. Amazon is producing mazel itself they own that right they're producing their own stuff but there's so much content that was made before that and that's where i go tubi is the source for that for me anyway although they do have originals as you can see here uh, on the screen this is called unborn which is a tubi original but it's very much bargain basement kind of like low um co- it's free so there's no cost to it there are ads uh but the ads are not very intrusive but you can see here there's kind of some fun stuff in your Alf. i could watch Alf and delirious there's a good movie
1: yeah, absolutely. Anything with John Candy is a delight. Porky's, Porky's 2? Oh my god. Porky's Revenge, they got all the Porky oh, I got to do Porky's. That's Canadian content too. There you go. Yeah, yep. I don't think though I don't think those movies hold up there, Dan. <laughs> Are you sure? Those movies? Yes, I have a bad feeling. Like, you know now when you watch the what <laughs> when you watch the Mash movie, which was like the biggest comedy hit in for decades, yeah. and now you watch it, and you're like, uh, I think these guys need to be locked up for their antisocial <laughs> behavior, which is like present presented as shenanigans right <laughs> and the thing i have mm-hmm. a feeling that porky's shenanigans and quotations will have started to look like
0: crimes. okay yeah you're probably right you're probably right yeah, that's true okay so. maybe i won't watch those okay but i will show you what i have <laughs> yeah. watched on here you can see my back history and i started did i talk about the fx movies on this podcast i don't remember i don't think talked so. about them okay so fx i started with these this is uh brian dennehy and brian brown the two Brian's. Yeah. um do you remember these movies kenton oh,
1: yeah i saw okay. them
0: yeah, yeah. uh so this is hilarious cuz and I, I what it was interesting to me I watched both of these And the first one was, I don't, I definitely remember the second one more clearly. I think the second one I had like recorded on VHS tape or something, because I definitely had the feeling that I'd watched it over and over and over again. Like I had that familiarity. So, uh, and I liked the second one much better. It's it's all about special effects. Like Brian Brown is a special effects wizard. He makes like, you know, gory blood stuff and all kinds of practical special effects. So they use that to help solve crimes. It's awesome. And there was a series too, which is not on here and I would love to see it, but I don't know where I can find that. Hmm titanic 2 i only watched this for about two minutes and then turned it off i'm going to remove that from my history that is the worst idea ever <laughs> titanic 2 electric boogaloo uh akira <laughs> phenomenal film my uh, son jack is going to watch this now he loves uh he's starting to get into anime and akira is one of the classic like anime style movies right um Remo at-
1: williams Rima williams i have not finished that one yet do, are you do you I remember that Remo one williams yeah i love That's when I was working at the town cinema. That was a big hit movie back then. And and it even at the end says, Remo Williams will be back in a new adventure or some such thing. And it never happened. Yes. But uh, I enjoyed Remo Williams. He was like a more badass American style James Bond. I think where they got the idea and that's, uh, there's some uh, great uh, hijinks around the Statue of Liberty in that film. So, uh, yeah, love Remo Williams. Fred, Fred Ward.
0: Fred Ward, yeah, he's he's funny. Yeah, I, I, it's, fun. it's fun. It's a fun movie. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet, but it's it's a good movie. And I, I, there's a lot of great like, old 80s action movies on this. Buckaroo Bonsai is on here as well. I watched yeah. Buckaroo Bonsai. Everyone. Robot jocks. I watched robot jocks is about these these it's like it's like stop motion animation for the robots, like these giant robots that fight each other in the in this arena. But it's it looks good, it's, it holds up. I mean, yes, it's stop motion, it doesn't look real, but it looks good, right? So that kind of stuff is really cool in here. And then this one, the Alan Quartermane series. Oh my god, Kenton. Okay, are you do you remember these Alan Quartermane movies?
1: That, yeah, I do. They were like,
0: were they uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark ripoffs? Pretty much, yeah, that, yeah, that's right. And they were canon films. So, canon is the company that made a lot of these like cheesy, there's a lot of canon films on Tubi as well. Anybody who's interested in can, can you can see this stuff? Oh uh, these God. are ch- cheesy, low budget. 80s movies well I would say a high budget low quality is kind of how I describe it because their budget aren't, isn't necessarily low actually the first Alan Quartermain movie is pretty good it's not a bad movie at all it is an Indiana Jones ripoff but in fact Alan Quartermain it's based on an earlier series it's actually more like Indiana Jones ripped off Alan Quartermain but then become popular because Alan Quartermain was a series from like it was an old 30s series from back in the day so obviously you know um, Lucas and Spielberg bore, bore from that for Indiana for Jones but They did this, Canon Films adapted this when Indiana Jones came out to directly ride the coattails of that. So the first one's pretty good. The second one is horrible. Holy crap, was that awful? And it's very, very questionable. There's a lot of like, just, just slash the budget, Horrible special effects and lots of questionable choices regarding uh the indigenous people of Africa. There's a lot of like tribes being slaughtered and stuff like that. It's really disturbing at points. So I, I wouldn't recommend watching that second one. And this third one, this Temple of the Skulls, I've not watched. It's obviously look at this. Alan Cordmine and the Temple of the Skulls came out right around the same time as the uh crystal skull for for um
1: they're just it you know skull or temple of doom it says temple oh it says temple of skulls so, so they they're basically like they <laughs> combined the two
0: exactly right but this is what this is now it's become i don't know who's playing alan quatermain in the originals it was uh what's his name uh shoot uh blank and I'll, I'll look it up he was a very big star in the in the 80s and 70s yeah what's his name
1: what's his name old what's his name I, i'm not asking i'm telling you what's his name? Is the star of the film. Is that it? Uh, you'll see his face.
0: Richard Chamberlain.
1: Right. Richard Chamberlain. There he is. I yep. can't believe I couldn't think of And
0: Sharon of Stone. Sharon Stone's in it, too. It's a good one. Alan Quartermain and Lost City of Gold is good. That's the first one. And no, no, sorry. That's not. That's the bad one. The first one is just called King Solomon's Mines. That's it. There's no Alan Quartermain in the title. Right. The first one's called King Solomon's Mines. This one is uh, the bad one. Lost City of Gold is the bad one. Do not watch that one.
1: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I remember when uh, King Solomon's Mines was released into theaters and uh, and everybody just kind of went, well, we're trying to you're trying you're doing an old bait and switch on us here. Right. (laughs) Where we think this might be something else. And actually, Battlestar Galactica was the same for Star Wars. Exactly. Where it's like, hey, maybe some people will think this is Star Wars. So let's put it out. Yeah. And the other stuff on Tubi, there's there is
0: some good stuff. You can really see like there's a lot of crap. Obviously, Tubi is the kind of place we have to really sort through the crap to get to some good stuff. So you'll find some stuff on here. Fans of like Hell's Kitchen or any Gord, uh, Kitchen Nightmares, everything Gordon Ramsay's on here. So it just seems like they're licensing these things. This is what's what happening now. Tubi is this platform that's reaching out to like whoever whoever owns this content and saying we want to license this to stream in our platform we'll pay you for that they're offering it free to viewers and then monetizing through advertising we'll see whether or not it works the advertising model has not really been successful in past like crackle remember crackle that didn't really work
1: no well it had um comedians and cars getting coffee so it had that it had the one little thing that it needed in order to Um, to make it work. And I guess that, uh, you know, and then they sold it to Netflix. So I guess they, (laughs) they cashed out. (laughs) <laughs> on the whole thing yeah but um and i think they shut it down that yeah. whole thing was owned by
0: sony and sony just shut it down and i don't right. know i guess sony is working on the wrong and there's the other thing we should talk about is that and we won't get into it this episode but maybe another episode is that paramount plus and peacock and all these like the big studios are all just doing their own streaming services so basically it's just a direct again direct feed right to the consumer rather than yeah. going through all these cable companies and i honestly don't i think the cable companies their days are numbered they really have like they're gonna have to like it's a good thing they're all also own all the cell phone companies because that's really they're going to be their bread and butter for the next while is just cell phone plans and all they should just drop the whole cable package thing altogether and maybe live streaming maybe they should do the live streaming right maybe that's where they yeah. have to go because that's yeah. the only place they can advertise and make money in advertising is in live events that's right as we've talked about um we should probably get things wrapped up here. Before we I do want to touch on the Roku channel just quickly because something else that's worth looking at is the Roku channel if you have a Roku. And this is something that's only included if you buy a Roku device. So they have a couple of different devices just like I guess Roku um Amazon Fire is the other one and then there's a um there's the Apple TV which you have, right? Do you have an Apple TV? I do. Yes, two, and then two yeah. Two Apple TVs, yeah. Yeah, so there's a couple of different boxes you can get. So Roku this is like an add-on you get. So there are a lot of free movies and tv shows you can watch here there's you can just go through here and see there's a bunch of stuff they do i'm already on this you can see there's actually these are actual movies that are good and but they're not like super you know high profile there are a lot of older ones um anything jumping out at you here kenton nothing king of
1: new york with uh christopher walken oh like that's a good one again older movies though right this is not oh, sorry i is, thought it was it i thought it was the other king of new york i thought it was that one with uh what's his name Pete Davison, isn't that? Oh God, no, that's King of Staten Island. Oh, right. Oh my God. That's a Prime that's thing. That's not was. that's
0: over on Prime. Yeah. That's I don't I don't like that guy. Okay. Uh so, but it's oh, got like to... <laughs> but here they've got original shows too. Reno 911. Remember that? That was a that was yeah. a very popular show. They've they've got old episodes and new episodes, new originals. So they have live, uh they're putting out some money for that. That's a pretty popular show, right? Um They've also got crappy Christmas story, Christmas movies, Die Heart with Kevin Hart, whatever that is. So they're getting some big names. The Most Dangerous Game, which I believe is an adaptation of the famous uh, short story, and it stars Christoph Waltz. They're putting some money into this, but is this going to work? Or do you think it's going to be another whatever the hell that one was that, that died? What was the one that was on the phone? Oh, man, 10-minute episodes. Remember that one? No. No? They advertised in the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It rings a bell. I just don't remember what it was. And it just, just completely cloud. They made all this oh, content. Yeah. I mean,
1: everyone was making fun of it.
0: Quibi. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, they were like, went in big. They had lots of money. Yeah. Jeffrey Katzenberg was behind it. So they really big on this short content, short episodes coming in. It just flopped big time. So, yeah. Not a. <laughs> not a good thing for sure but anyway roku the one thing i like about roku is that they have these streaming channels i still like to watch like like just something on i still yeah. like to have it that's the one thing that cable still offers that that streaming services do not but they are we are seeing more and more of this stack tv i think we talked about last time we we brought up this topic is the thing where you can get a certain group of channels together streaming live just as they are on your tv and that's like <clears throat> they're all owned by chorus so they're not great if you're not into this stuff like HD TV. if you like guy fieri or the Food Network, rather. If you like Gay Fieri, you're good there. But like that's that kind of stuff. It's not like the stuff I would like. I would like to see this from uh, Bell because they would have the sci-fi channel and the comedy channel and all the channels that I actually like to watch. Not not that stuff. But if you have Roku, there's also streaming channels. And I can't see them on this channel. You have to be signed in. I don't know why. They should probably put it on here so I can actually um, you know, see what it is. But it's got streaming channels for all kinds of stuff it's got like a show that shows baywatch all the time uh mystery science theater all the time like law and order like just they just stream episode after episode of these shows it's crazy it really is I love it I absolutely love it so I will go down a rabbit hole on Roku every once in a while and just find something there and just watch it and veg out and watch it for a couple
1: hours it's so much fun wow that's great you sure know you're streaming Dan <laughs> you talk well, Kenton- about streaming today Good I'm glad to hear that. I, I I don't know what
0: that says about me. It means I've been spending a lot of time inside lately. I think we all have been, yeah, but no uh, that has been really the uh, this has been my last few months of of uh, just watching TV Kenton. That's just what I do.
1: Yeah, that's what everybody does. There's nothing what else uh, what else are you gonna do?
0: Like, so uh,
1: uh, that's what everybody's talking about. i I went out for the first time uh yesterday to a restaurant in a while and uh met my mom and uh her husband there and uh, what did we talk about what well, we watch on tv you know that's what everyone yeah. <laughs> what else are, nothing else really going yeah speaking of which, let's do some recommendations before we wrap up the podcast today
0: all right you, you, why don't you go first i i'm a little ashamed to admit this because i'm a huge ridley scott fan but it took me this long to finally start watching raised by wolves um, Which is a series You haven't seen it? No, you're shaking no, your head I So that's a HBO I Max I don't know the difference between HBO and HBO Max I'm just going to say HBO Max for everything now uh, Cause it's crave for me. It's whatever it is. It's crave for us. We have the crave subscription and that's what we didn't really talk about that in this discussion, but it's, you know, it's, it's, I would say the craves selection is good. It's it feels more curated than most like their selection of Christmas movies was really good over the holidays. So I think there's more thought put into what they choose there. They're trying to curate a premium selection of movies and TV and certainly HBO gives them that so a raised by wolves is so good it feels like adjacent to alien it feels like adjacent to that alien world so he's exploring more ideas that he had while making those alien movies and i don't know if he's ever going to make another one they're gonna uh that last one wasn't very good the alien covenant i don't know if they're gonna make another no, was one or not. bad yeah that was bad uh, but anyway, it's been a while, so I don't know if they're going to do that. But he's he's like this is a great series. It's it's about the androids. So it's kind of like those androids from Alien, like with the with the white liquid for blood. So that's the, what we see here. And it's a story about these uh, these androids that are raising these children. The larger world is this, it's like it's like in a way in the future. This galactic uh, not galactic. Sorry, it's a it's a war between factions on Earth. Um, <clears throat> the atheists versus the uh, something the Mithraic is a very religious it's a great like world they're building with this this war going on these characters it's got the dude from the from vikings the main guy from vikings from the early seasons like the the main guy i don't remember his name he's awesome larson. i love his name is larson I'm larson sure. his <laughs> name's larson there you go I'm, no i'm
1: kidding because
0: <laughs> he's icelandic <laughs> <laughs> but his i think his name might be lars it might be lars <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it might actually be whether his dad's name is lars i don't know uh but anyway no it's good he's very good it's a great series uh raised by wolves on on crave tv in canada hbo max in in u.s and i just lo- i can't stop watching it every night before we go to bed it's an episode of raised by wolves and it's, it's there's two seasons uh i think there's shorter seasons so maybe 10 episodes a piece and and i think a third season is on its way as well so i just can't wait to keep watching this
1: Well, Dan, since you went with HBO Max and Crave, I'll do the same. I have a couple, uh, uh, I was sort of juggling a couple here. I wasn't sure which one I was going to go with, but I will go with that. And I will say that though I have not seen the new Suicide Squad film, though I've not seen it, though I'm not interested in seeing it, I watch Peacemaker Ah. and it is good, clean fun. Lots of fun. Um, uh, and for the uh, main theme song alone, where where if people haven't seen it, it's so amusing. I could just watch that on repeat ten thousand times. it's so it's so well done. Um, I just liked the humor. I liked the uh, action. I liked the story. Um, and it kept me going all the way through. I was looking forward to seeing how it would end. Um, and uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there was a surprise in the ending that I was not expecting whatsoever. And that, uh, tickled my ribs. And, uh, I think, uh, I I'm all for more, more peacemaker. Uh, maybe I will see the suicide squad movie now, something I never thought I'd ever utter. I'd never utter those words. (laughs) But it's the
0: Suicide Squad, right? Same thing as the Batman. We're yeah. coming back home to the. Ah. It's all about the. So, ah. this is what they're doing now for all the DC yeah. movies is the. But that one's this John Cena. Who knew John Cena could oh. be an actor, right? And he's I great mean, in it. He's, he's, and I honestly have to say, I've, I've liked him in most things yeah. I've seen him in. He's yeah. been pretty good. So, you got to give it to John oh. Cena. I started watching that. Suicide Squad movie on Crave one night and then I just got confused so I stopped watching it because I didn't know what the hell was going on on it's on Crave yeah it's on Crave you can watch it Um, and I probably would watch this first I think I should watch this first because I think I should have some kind of investment in the movie before I watch it because really the last one was awful and I do not want to see it I don't want to revisit any of that stuff and there are some of the same characters from that movie in this movie too that's why I'm confused about it so anyway um, so well we'll, I will watch Peacemaker first and I've heard clips of the song on tiktok and see people talking about it on tiktok i'm seeing cosplay of the freaking such an awesome outfit that that costume is wicked i love it so yeah it looks like a lot of fun and i will see the suicide squad we'll talk about it maybe when we both finally get around to seeing it after i see the batman which i'm gonna go see this
1: weekend and i'll tell you about it on the star wars nerds next week (laughs) one of my favorite bands of all time is the the and so maybe we need to do an entire, maybe it's time for The The to release a new album called The The The. <laughs> maybe. I think the time is right for that to happen. I think, you're,
0: I think you've hit on something there, Kenton. Let's get on that. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of The Media Nerds.
1: I'm Dan Vatabonker And I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the door hit you on the ass.